ونسأل اما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وما اتاكم الرسول فخذوه وما نهاكم عنه فانتهوا صدق الله العظيم سبحانك لا علم لنا الا ما علمتنا انك انت العليم الحكيم رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي امري واحلل عقده من لساني يفقهوا قولي ادرو شيء بالله respected brothers respected elders mothers and sisters listening at home in the last session of dars hadith we talked about some of the important contribution of sayyidina umar ibn al-khattab radiyallahu ta'ala an in the ghazawat the battles with hazrat nabi kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam the battle of badr and in the last session we covered the battle of uhud ulama have mentioned some other very important events have also taken place in the ghazawat that concern hazrat umar ibn al-khattab radiyallahu ta'ala an in the battle of banu mustalaq in the battle of banu mustalaq an incident had taken place between two companions of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam one sahabi was a muhajir and the other sahabi was an ansari sahabi an argument broke out between the two eventually leading up to some some form of scuffling and fighting eventually one of the muhajir sahabi kicked the ansari sahabi now one must not forget these were young youth companions of huzur alayhi salatu wassalam not the senior companions of rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam not the senior muhajirin and the ansar the sahabi who got injured ansari sahabi he called out to his friends who were all ansar and they came to rescue him to help him and when the muhajir sahabi saw that a gang of the ansar are here he called out his friends and they were all muhajir companions muhajir were basically people from makkatul mukarrama and the ansar were people of madinatul munawwara al jinsu yamilu ila al jins when both the groups came face to face with each other at that point rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam stood up and he looked at them and these are the words of huzur alaihi salatu wassalam which we need to understand 
he looked at the companions and he said afi da'wal jahiliyyah afi da'wal jahiliyyah wa ana bayna azhurikum are you chanting out the slogans of jahiliyyah whilst i am still alive in the midst of you are you chanting out the slogans of jahiliyyah whilst i am still alive in the midst of you Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam was hinting towards tribalism, nationalism. This is something that is detested in Islam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made the ummah one ummah. Innamal mu'minuna ikhwatun. Allah has said, وَكَذَلِكَ جَعَلْنَاكُمْ أُمَّةً وَسَطًا An ummah that practices moderation. That we are one family. The minute you say, La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah, you come into the, the fold of Islam and you are one. That is why Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has said in the hadith, Inna Allah la yanzuru ila suwarikum, Allah does not look at your skin color. Are you white, black, whatever color you are? Wala ila amwalikum, how rich you are. Allah doesn't look at that. وَلَكِنْ يَنْزُرُوا إِلَىٰ قُلُوبِكُمْ But Allah looks at the level of iman, the taqwa that rests inside your heart. That is important to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So he said to the companions, I am in the midst of you. And this is what you do. And reminded the youth amongst the muhajireen and the ansar. You get young people very energetic. And he said to the youth, دَعُوهَا Stay away from this. Stay away from this. For there is this evil smell in Asabiya. Asabiya, again tribalism, nationalism. There is this evil smell, so stay away. This was the sabak that was given by Rasulullah in the battle of Banu Mustalak. Now when this information was given to the leader of the Munafiqeen, Abdullah bin Ubay bin Salul. Remember, he was from Madinatul Munawwara. When he saw that the youth were about to fight, the Ansar and the Muhajireen, and Huzur alayhi salatu was salam came and calmed them and took control of the situation. He was to be the crown king of Madinatul Munawwara. When Huzur alayhi salatu was salam came, everyone embraced shahada on the hands of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And nobody looked at Abdullah bin Ubay bin Salul. So there was this element of jealousy in him. And he was also a munafiq. This was something that the companions also knew. So he said to his group of people, if you remember, the 300 that defected from the battle. So all in total, Rasulullah only had 700 fighters. He said to the people that we are Madani people, and these Muhajireen come, and they want to fight the youth, the Ansari youth. Again, inciting and instigating. These are the words that came out from his mouth. Amawallahi, 
لئن رجعنا إلى المدينة ليخرجنا العز منها الأذل Let us return back to Medina When we return back to Medina What we will do We will drive out The noble people will drive out the ignoble people A'izza means noble people, honorable people And Azilla means people of Zilla the ignoble people, dishonorable people. So we are the noble people and we will push out from Medina the ignoble people. Aliyazu Billah saying Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam and his companions are lowly people, inferior people. Now, not realizing that his son was also there who was a Sahabi of Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam and a sincere Sahabi of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam he heard this from the father he was devastated the companions dearly loved Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam and for the father to call Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam as someone who has no honor he was very angry and he was waiting for his father to enter into the city of Madinatul Munawwara. He got to Medina before the father and he unsheathed his sword and he was waiting for his father to come. From a distance when he saw his father coming, he looked at the father and he said, there is no entry for you in the city of Medina until you declare that you are the ignoble one, the dishonorable one, and the noble one is Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And the companions are honorable companions. You have to declare it, otherwise there is no entry for you in the city of Madinatul Munawwara. Subhanallah. These were the companions, my respected brothers. There was no compromise with them when it came to protecting the izzah, the honor of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So he unsheathed his sword. And he said, you can't move a step, you will not enter Madinatul Munawwara. So there was this group of 300 people outside Madinatul Munawwara. Information was given to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam came. And with him was Hazrat Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala. When Hazrat Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala came, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to his son Abdullah why he was stopping his father. And Abdullah related the story that he is calling you the ignoble one, someone who is lowly and inferior. Hazrat Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala heard this. And these are the words. The ulama have quoted this and this has always been the quality or the trait of Hazrat Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala. He said to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Da'ni ya Rasulullah, adrib unaka hadha al-munafiq. Give me permission, O Messenger of Allah. Let me tear, tear out his head from his body. Let me tear out the head from his body, give me permission and I will sort him out. Allahu Akbar. Ulama have mentioned that you will find 
these words attributed to Hazrat Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala many a times when you read the ahadith of Huzur alayhi salatu wassalam anyone of the slightest disrespect to Huzur alayhi salam and very straight away Hazrat Umar Farooq would take out his sword and these are the words give me permission ya Rasulullah I will take him out and there was intense pressure you had the Jews in Madinatul Munawwara on one side Abdullah bin Ubay bin Salul, he was also a powerful man in Madinatul Munawwara, not an ordinary man. And to take him out was not easy, a lot of pressure. But he has Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala an is prepared for anything if permission was given. What did Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam say to him? La, la yatahaddasun nas. Now don't do that. I don't want the people to say that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam is in the habit of killing his own companions. Don't do that. Although he was a munafiq, although he disrespected Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, and although the penalty in sharia is to execute that person who disrespects, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. But here Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam very wisely with hikmah is saying no. I don't want people to say that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam is a man who kills his own people. Why? Because to the outside world, Abdullah bin Ubay bin Salul, though he's a munafiq, but he is there very punctual in the masjid. And he is there with the companions, claiming to be a Muslim. And Abu sallallahu alayhi wa says, Ya Umar, this is not the right thing for you to do. There are very important lessons for us to learn from this event, my respected brothers. One is the fact that when we look at the seerah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, he always wanted to maintain the reputation of the Ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. In the world that we live in today, this Ummah is nothing but full of terrorists. And the word Muslim means peace. The first message of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam in Medina, Afshu salama baynakum, spread peace, spread peace. So he wanted to maintain that very high position and rank for this Ummah. And that is why he said, no, this is not the right thing for you to do. The second most important lesson we have to understand is that the powerful tool of the shaitan is asabiyya, is nationalism and tribalism. And this is how he divides the Muslims. Unfortunately today that is the case. You look at any of the Muslim countries. If somebody is living in Pakistan, he is a Muslim. For some reason, he will take his Muslim brother just across the border to be inferior. Possibly he might not share the same language, possibly different culture. Maybe he is different. Maybe his face, his physique is different. 
This is Asabiyah. I am from this part of the land. I am this, I am that. Nationalism, tribalism. So someone from Pakistan, being a Muslim, possibly if he's not educated, if he hasn't got the right Islamic understanding, he might not like someone who is an Indian Muslim. And vice versa, possibly an Indian Muslim might not like someone who is in Pakistan. And cross the border, possibly the Pakistani Muslim and the Indian Muslim might not like a Bangladeshi Muslim. No offense to anyone. But subhanallah, it was only a little incident that could have, that could have erupted a war between the Muhajir and the Ansari companions. A little incident, small incident. But straight away, you had people from Madinatul Munawwara, a party who were Ansar, and you had people from Makkatul Mukarrama who were the Muhajireen. Straight away, they stood up. Again, this was in their system, tribalism. And Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam came and he said, Afi da'wal jahiliyya wa ana bayna azhurikum? That you are practicing jahiliyya, being Muslims? So subhanallah, our conscious and understanding must be very very clear, my respected brothers. Be it any color. And if he says to you, I am a Muslim, give him that benefit and give him the honor and, and that respect that he is a Muslim. This was the beautiful teachings of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. That person who was close to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam in the beginning was an Abyssinian from Africa. And these were slaves, Hazrat Bilal radiallahu ta'ala and the rich aristocrats of Makkah did not want to sit with Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam, did not want to talk with him. And they said to him, how do you expect us to talk with this man, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, when he has with him slaves, Abyssinians, people from Habasha, how should we sit and talk and have a dialogue with Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam? And that is why Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam came to take this thing out from us. Never mind the subcontinent, look at the Arab part of the world. Look at the Arab part of the world. Saudi Arabia, Arabs, different. You can live in Saudi Arabia for 50 years, you still won't get a Saudi passport. No offense to anyone. But this is it. You cross the border, or oh, that person is a Palestinian, that person is, is an Egyptian, that person is a Libyan, and then tribalism. And there is this disregard, straight away when you cross the border, there is this element of discrimination, prejudice and racism between Muslims. In fact, so much so that in the masjid, if we have one particular group that is praying salah, and you'll have another group that is from perhaps a different part of the world. One feels to be in that position that I need not to do salam to him. I need not to do salam to him. I need not to integrate with him. Never mind integration with the kuffar and the other people that are out there. We ourselves don't want to integrate with the Muslims. So one very important lesson my respected brothers. 
And this was education for the companions, for the young and youth Sahaba. This was never the case. Hazrat Bilal radiallahu ta'ala an being someone from Abyssinia was free to marry anyone whom he wished. If he wanted to marry someone from the Qurayshi tribe, the elite tribe, permission was given to him. Nobody looked at his skin color, nobody looked at his identity, where he was from. In fact, they would look at the taqwa, subhanallah, the nur of iman that was inside Hazrat Bilal radiallahu ta'ala. And this is what we have to look at, my respected brothers. One very important lesson in the battle of Banu Mustalaq, that we are all Muslims, and we should love each other, and we should respect each other, and we should complement each other. One hadith that I read in Jummah today, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, Wallahu ta'ala fi awni al-abdi ma kana al-abdu fi awni akhihi. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's nusrat, Allah's help will only come when we as Muslims learn to help each other. Without discrimination. When we learn to help each other without discrimination. Whoever he is. If he has got the kalima, la ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah, he is the ummati of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. How much love Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had for his ummah, my respected brothers? Jibreel Amin came to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and said to him, Allah gives me the message to tell you that whatever dua you make, any of your three dua, Allah will accept. Your three dua Allah will accept. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam lifted up his hands. The first dua he is making. What was his dua? Allahumma gfir li ummati. Allahumma gfir li ummati. The first dua he makes, Oh Allah, forgive my ummah. Jibreel Yameen looks at Huzur alayhi salam. This is your first dua, Ya Rasulullah. What is your second dua? And he lifts up his hands and he says, Allahumma gfir li ummati. The same dua, the second dua, Oh Allah, forgive my ummah. This was the love that he had. And then Jibreel said the third dua, Huzur alayhi salam, I said that I am saving this dua for maidan al-hashr, which is shafa'atul kubra. So we have to realize this, my respected brothers, we have this. All we need to do is meditate slightly inside us, and you will see clearly who we really are. Isliye muraqaba karna bohat zaruri hai. So this was the battle of Banu Mustalaq. Another very important event was Sulayh Hudaybiyah. Sulayh Hudaybiyah, very quickly, was a, a period, a time in history when Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam decided to perform Umrah with his companions, 1,400 Sahaba marched out from Madinatul Munawwara to go to Makkah. When he got to Makkatul Mukarrama, he was the Muslim. Uh, the Muslims were stopped by the Qurayshi people in the region of Hudaybiyah. Basically what happened is that they disallowed the Muslims to perform Umrah. 
حضرت نبی کریم صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم at the time of Saleh Hudaybiyya the pact of Hudaybiyya decided to appoint someone as a representative for Rasulullah and also for the companions to go and talk with the Qurayshi people as to what their terms were for the Muslims to perform Umrah Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam looked at all the companions this is the biography of Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala and he looked at Hazrat Umar Farooq and says Umar you stand and Hazrat Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala stood up and said Umar you go to the Qurayshi people as a deputy as a representative a wakil for Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and the Muslims and ask them what the terms are. Hazrat Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala he looked at Huzur alayhi salatu wassalam and said Ya Rasulullah I agree whatever you say I will go but if they are to disrespect you or if they are to utter any such words which I feel don't befit the lofty status of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam I will have no choice but to unsheath my sword Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam looked at Umar Farooq sit down the ulama have mentioned another reason which Hazrat Umar Farooq also gave again these were tribal people he said that in the city of Makkah my tribe the tribe of Uday or Adi there is no individual who holds that great position in the Quraysh now a lot of them were in Madinatul Munawwara so Hazrat Umar Farooq gave his own mashwira he says if you want me to go I will go but I feel that it, it would be better if you allow Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala to go now Hazrat Uthman was a powerful man in Makkah he had a lot of properties in Makkatul Mukarramah a wealthy man people knew him a lot of people owed him money powerful man his tribe was there all settled and there was instant security given to Hazrat Uthman when he goes to Makkah and when they saw Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala and straight away his tribe his tribe came in front and said that Panah, refuge is given to Uthman he is from amongst us this is how they would work though he was a Muslim but Qabail tribe for them tribalism was something very very important so Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala went to discuss the terms with the Kuffar, Qurayshi people he when he went into the city of Makkatul Mukarramah the Muslims were on the outskirts news or rumors broke out that Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala has been assassinated Allahu Akbar Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam now again we talk about Anbiya alayhimu salatu wassalam's knowledge and knowledge of the unseen knowledge of the unseen what is known as Allamul Ghuyub now Allamul Ghuyub is only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala no doubt knowledge is given to Anbiya alayhimu salam and they, and they speak and they inform of things that are to occur in the future but that is through revelation here clearly we see that a rumor that was circulating from 
from the Qurayshi people that reached the Muslims that Sayyidina Uthman was assassinated. This was a rumor. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam was under a tree and that tree is also mentioned in the Quran تحت الشجرة and Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam put his hands in front and he said that I am doing bay'ah my, on my own hands on the hands of Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala an and the rest of the companions also came and took an oath on the hands of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam and the ulama have mentioned إِلَىٰ تَجْدِيدِ الْبَيْعَةِ عَلَى الْمَوْتِ فَبَايِعُهُ That a group of the companions did bay'ah on the hands of Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam that they will fight until death. That they will fight until death. To avenge the death of Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala an. All in all only 1400. No weapons. Only a few weapons. Perhaps a sword with Hazrat Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala an and the other companions. But generally they did not come with the intention to fight. They were in their ihram. <coughs> Subhanallah. Then information was given to Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam that Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala an is hayat and he is safe. Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala an said to the people that you should allow a safe passage to the Muslims for them to perform Umrah. Kuffari Quraysh said no. Muslims are in Ahram, Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam is in Ahram, and they are saying no. They said to Hazrat Uthman, if you wish, you can perform Umrah and go. But not the companions and not Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala and said that how can Uthman perform Umrah when Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam is not allowed to perform Umrah. Subhanallah. And he returned back and he came with Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam to draw down the agreement, the pact of Hudaybiyah. And this subhanallah pact of Hudaybiyah is of double standard but there is a lot of lessons for us to to learn on behalf of the muslims the scribe the writer was hazrat ali radiyallahu ta'ala an and on behalf of the qurayshi people it was suhail bin amr suhail bin amr when rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam saw suhail he says it is better for suhail to come and then he invited Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala and that Ali write down the agreement. All the conditions. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam said to Hazrat Ali, Uktub bismillahir rahmanir rahim. That the first thing you write is bismillahir rahmanir rahim. There is a lot of power in bismillahir rahmanir rahim, my respected brothers. When Suhail heard of bismillahir rahmanir rahim, he said, أَمَّا الرَّحْمَانِ فَوَاللَّهِ مَا أَجْرِي مَا هُوَ وَلَكِنْ أُقْتُبْ بِسْمِكَ اللَّهُمَّ Suhail said to Hazrat Ali that who is Ar-Rahman and who is Ar-Rahim? We don't know who is Ar-Rahman and Ar-Rahim. So don't write Ar-Rahman and Ar-Rahim. If you want to write, write Bismillahum. He looked at Huzur alayhi salatu wassalam and Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam agreed. Fine, whatever he says. And so Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala and wrote, Bismik Allahumma. 
اینڈ دین حضرت نبی کریم صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم سے علی رائٹ هذا ما صالح رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم this is something that muhammad rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam is agreeing to to the terms ma salaha agreeing to the terms again suhail comes in the middle intervenes and he said ali if we believe muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam to be rasulullah rasulullah then what was the problem there is no problem but we don't take him to be the messenger of allah so when you write don't write rasulullah write muhammad bin abdullah again rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said to hazrat ali erase the words rasulullah and now hazrat ali radiyallahu ta'ala an started to shiver and he says ya rasulullah it is not in my power in my capacity that i erase rasulullah from muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam again huzur alaihi salam says ali take out and erase out rasulullah i am the rasul of allah taking it out won't make any difference he says ya rasulullah i can't ab sallallahu alaihi wasallam said to hazrat ali ali show me where rasulullah is written and i will erase it out with my own hands allahu akbar Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam then erased and deleted the words Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam my respected brothers at that time hazrat umar farooq radiyallahu ta'ala an had a lot to say to the companions and also to the kuffar the qurayshi people inshallah ta'ala i wish not to to rush this Uh, great contributions from Hazrat Umar ibn al-Khattab radiyallahu ta'ala an in a lot of the battles gazawat with Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam we end at that inshallah ta'ala if Allah wills we will continue in the next session wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin Allahumma salli ala sayyidina wa nabiyyina wa maulana Muhammadin nabiyyil ummi wa ala alihi wa sallim taslima Allahumma taqabbal minna wa tub alayna innaka anta tawabur rahim nastaghfiruka wa natubu ilayk nastaghfiruka wa natubu ilayk ya Allah ya Rahman ya Rahim ya Allah is majlis ko qabool farma Allah baithne walon ko qabool farma Allah bolne wale ko qabool farma ya Rahman ya Rahim ya Allah tu humse razi ho ja ya Allah tu humse razi ho ja ya Allah tu humse razi ho ja ya Allah izzat ke baad zillat se bacha عزت کے بعد ذلت سے بچا خاتمہ بالخیر ہو یا اللہ جو بیمار ہو ان کو شفا دے یا اللہ ہمارے رشتہ داروں میں سے عزیز و قابل میں سے یا اللہ جن کا انتقال ہوا ہے یا اللہ ان کی قبروں کو منور فرما یا اللہ ان کی قبروں کو منور فرما سبحان اللہ و بحمدہ سبحان اللہ العظیم سمعنا و اطانا غفرانا کربنا و علیک المصیر برحمتک یا رحم الرحیم